0: From the Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce, this is an In Conversation with special recorded live at the Devon Business Show 2023, supported by Westcott's chartered accountants and business advisors, presented by Paul Philpot and produced by Fresh Air Studios in Plymouth.
1: Hello and welcome back to Plymouth Pavilions for another live In Conversation with here at the Devon Business Show 2023. And uh, We've got some more guests with us here in our podcast studio. My name is Paul Philpott. I'm one of the vice chairs at the Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce and your podcast host from Fresh Air Studios. But before we go any further, let's just say hello to a few of our exhibitors. We'd like to say hello to Big Wave Marketing, to Devon Coffee Company, to very good coffee. I've had that coffee, very nice coffee. They'll be keeping us going. And uh, to Devon Women in Business and also to our very good friend, at PB Media, who have been doing lots of social media activity for the Chamber. They really, really go above and beyond. And um, you should see the weight of the equipment that they carry, all those cameras. Yeah, they're beefy guys. Right, so with me now around the table we welcome back steve warren brown but in his capacity as societary which we'll talk about in a few moments hot off the press is societary and also we have global warrior jim and sam so we've got jim to my immediate and then sam in the middle between us Hello. Yes. So, yeah, You're going to regret sitting in between us, i tell, <laughs> tell you now. i tell you now. Let's start with uh, Mr. Steve Warren-Brown and with regards to society. Um, as an organisation, as a charity, you really are quite hot off the press. I mean, when did you launch? Uh,
2: four days ago. Four days ago. <laughs> there you go. So the idea, we, we, we uh, registered as a, as a CIC in January. Uh, so technically we've been around for nine months, but literally the launch was four days ago
1: four days come a bit closer to your mic or bring your microphone a bit closer to you because you've got lovely dulcet tones fantastic and how has it gone
2: since the the official launch some some phenomenal uh, support wonderful messages from people they really seem to be in tune with what we're trying to do it's fabulous Uh, we just need to now start thinking about it as a business and getting the money in and getting the sponsors in and um, starting to capture some imagination and and get people supporting it fantastic
1: and from Global Warrior we've got Jim and Sam Global
3: Warrior tell us about that uh, well, it's, uh, it's an, an initiative to get a much better, more immediate pulse on the planet. Mm-hmm. So uh, we use ordinary people from every walk of life, every echelon of society, and we train them to be polar explorers and ocean explorers. And then we go out and do purposeful, worthwhile data gathering uh, explorations for our scientific partners who are all some of the best in the world. That sounds completely awesome. Or I, I,
1: all mad. Or all, 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 all <laughs> crazy, Sam. I mean, it's... Uh, that, that, yes. You,
4: you Are you an explorer? I wouldn't call myself an explorer yet. Yeah. I've done my own expeditions before meeting Jim, um, but for friends. But having just done our last 20-day tall ship expedition in the high Arctic, I feel... I'm a little bit closer to being an explorer, definitely the explorer's assistant
1: wow this is this we've is a a more been more, we're, we're, <laughs> yeah, we're going to come back to this because this this concept of gathering data and knowledge and know-how in order to better our future sounds extremely innovative and very very important and um, but let's just go back to society and um, as you mentioned earlier you you launched a few days ago just see I can see something rather random coming <laughs> up the stairs um Steve you you may introduce um, your uh, colleague, should we say friend, good friend, friend, friend? For those um, for those of you who are listening to the audio only version of this podcast, I'm going to leave it up to Steve to describe what's going on.
2: <laughs> uh, well, I'm hoping yes. that my good friend uh, Mushy yes. is on the stage yes He's very shy but he's yes. agreed to come out today to support our cause. He's
1: um he is um stage right I think they say um looking very very nervous and let me just describe that Mushy is a. He's just knocked off the set over. That's okay. right. He Who is? Mushy is a giant mushroom, um, brown, brown in nature, but very colourful in character. Um, Mushy, have a seat. Have a seat, Did you? Do either of you or any of you remember Noel's house party? Yes. Yes.
3: yes. It's one of those moments. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, I can understand that. Down, Mushy. Right now, where everything goes wrong.
1: Goes wrong. Um, no, I get Do we need to get some level from Mushy? No, he's shaking his head. He's not very cooperative, is
2: he, this mushroom? Mm, he, well,
1: he's talking to me at the moment. Yes, okay. Okay, so, so Mushy, what's the. Um, why? Why? why, why? <laughs> <laughs> I've
2: written a series of children's books. Yes. Uh, My Wacky Forest, based on the workings of the Mia Wacky. And the main character is Mushy, who's a fun guy. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, so Mushy is very kindly supporting us on our quest, which is to plant 96 microforests in 96 schools. Mm-hmm. This is all about um, elevating a tree planting project to something that's a bit fun, a bit educational, hence engaging Mushy and uh, and his antics. I have told him to be behaved today. There's a lot of expensive equipment around, but um, yes, there is. Yeah. So. Uh, I think he's going to be the I'm sorry, he's... Um, he's very good get- at stroking the back of people's heads. Yeah. Um,
1: I, I think it's that the magic in the mushroom coming out of you, is it really? <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And um, and so why did you feel it's so important to have a mascot of this style? Talking out from an object- objective view.
2: So I recognised if I was in front of a, a bunch of 30 children in a school, in yes. a classroom, I, I I'd perceived there'd be 15 that would be really interested in the environment and nature. There'd be another 15 that would need we'd need to communicate with a different level. So be it the colourful books, be it the, the reading and writing in the books, the interaction in the books, be it having a cuddle from a giant six-foot no, mushroom. Giant six-foot mushroom, yeah. He's also going to be prepared, you know, it, it, it's, the, it's the wackiness of him as a character which kind of sums up me as a person. I think fun is incredibly important yes. in life. So if I, I wanted to introduce a fun element to our idea to elevate the, the project from being... Not that there's anything wrong with a tree planting project, but this is a tree planting project with a difference. We're, we're appealing to corporates who could hopefully get some, some extra value out of the, the benefits he will bring, having photos with the kids, inspiring kids. And if this inspires kids to engage with nature more through the stupidity and fun of it, sorry, Mashi, then, then great. And that's a really good um, thing that you've just said,
1: engaging with nature, engaging with the world around us, which, going back to the introduction that you both gave for Global Warrior, and um, that's what, what you do, isn't it?
3: Yes, it's all about um, vital data gathering for our scientific partners. And, but it's also about engaging your next door neighbor, really. I come from a very humble background. I've uh, managed to be an explorer for 38 years and I've still got all my fingers and toes. <laughs> <laughs> but I was uh, raised on a council house, so if I can do this sort of thing, anyone can do it. And um, you know, joining Global Warrior is a really good way of doing that. It shouldn't cost you a bean because we teach you how to go out there and and raise the sponsorship, but your contribution towards um, gathering vital scientific data is is vital. These discussions all
1: have to come from ideas. It's ideas that engage people. Sam, how how did this as a concept come
0: about?
4: Well, Jim's been running Ice Warrior for 22 years. And it was always the idea that that would move into the other extreme environments. The premise being that extreme environments are where we see first what is happening with climate change. It, it's the first barometer that something's going Could wrong. give an example? Well, glacial retreats, mm. which is devastating at the moment in alpine regions, up in the Arctic, um, desertification, deserts are expanding, that kind of thing. And our environments will cover those aspects and so the idea started with Ice Warrior which as I said 22 years and we always wanted that to then move into the other extreme environments and Jim launched Ocean Warrior in January this year and we've got this 10-year regular expedition on the same journey that's going to happen with our tall ship which will benchmark the oceans for the same section of ocean and water for 10 years.
3: Wow. Yeah, so 10,000 nautical miles each year for 10 years. So we should be able to point the finger and say this is going wrong or this is going well. If we don't look at these areas which for 70 years now we've, uh, we've understood to, to be the barometers of change, then how do we know, is the rationale, uh, that anything we do to mitigate climate change is actually working? And, you know, you might say the scientists are doing this. Yes, they've got all autonomous satellites measuring things, but they need calibration and validation, and that's the ground-truthing data that we provide, as well as empirical data, data that you cannot um, dispute because it's there. If if we look at a cube of seawater, we can tell you what's in it, pollutants are in it, Uh, you know, how much carbon it's absorbing because the the ocean absorbs 50% of the carbon that we emit. And, you know, what the consequences of that are in terms of food chain and right the way down to fishing and foodstuffs and and, and everything else in between. But it's all about getting that data, interpreting it in an absorbable way that everyone can understand.
1: Absorbing carbon... Um, that's a subject that I know is very close to to Steve's heart. And um, in terms of, I guess, the, the phrase carbon capture comes to mind. I don't know if it's the right one to use, but you were recently, at, indeed, at your launch event talking about the fact that microforests are really, really quite um, ingenious when it comes to this.
2: Actually, it's simpler than that. This is this is a natural solution. So microforests are mimicking more of what would occur naturally so the planting style of the microforest is random this is why the model fits beautifully with children because you haven't got to tell them to plant them in a straight row you haven't got to tell them to put them in groups of seven just go out and plant it where you want within the confines of the space identified to plant it and you know the work these guys are doing is is phenomenal but can sometimes be distressing you can come sometimes think oh and my my aspiration born through something one of my children said to me which is after watching a David Attenborough programme and saying I'm just fed up with all the bad news you know what can we do and this is what I'm passionate about is using Nushi, the books and, and getting into the front of the children and giving them some education but probably most importantly giving them some hope yeah. inspiring them to believe they can have an impact on their future rather than the perhaps more common sort of diatribe we fed which is we've done the damage and it's too late we're over tipping point all of which may well be true but we need these kids to come up with a the belief they can do something and i'm hoping with the help of my esteemed friend here and using the data i'm hoping we can in a tiny way impact on that and have some some impact and moving forward jim and sam i mean hope is a really <laughs> it's a good word
1: and um, is the when you, when you, I guess the hope for you is you're eventually going to find
3: data that proves there's a slight reversal in what's happening to our planet. Absolutely. We should be able to identify that in a much more immediate way. The problem with scientists is they do their research and 18 months later, if you're lucky, it's mm. written up and published and, and people know about it. 18 months sounds a bit too long to me. Yeah, well, if you look at the Especially IPCC the report, policy. report yeah. if, you know, some of that is seven, eight years old. So, we could be seven or eight years behind the time. So, putting an immediate finger on the pulse, it, it's not only positive, it, it, you know, ordinary people can do this, which is really Absolutely. positive. They have to be adult because we can't take children, but because of the extreme environments, where we train them how to live, work, and get, gather this data in, in, in these extreme environments.
0: The Devon Business Show will be back in 2024 with a new look and from a new location. Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce will be bringing the Southwest's largest business event to the Plymouth Life Centre on Wednesday the 16th of October 2024, connecting hundreds of businesses and entrepreneurs with future clients all under one roof. Put your business in the spotlight and secure your space now. This will be our best event yet and you won't want to miss it. Find out more at devonchamber.co.uk or keep an eye on our social media. The Devon Business Show at Plymouth Life Centre on Wednesday, the 16th of October, 2024. Let's get working at networking.
1: Is there any way that the... the the general public and the business community can engage in actually accessing the data and understanding the data that you that you catch
3: it's vital that this data is in the public domain and so our scientific partners which are are in plymouth actually i mean plymouth marine laboratory is instrumental in uh, in in helping us do this and they'll be on the vessel with their scientists as as well as the marine biological association all based in plymouth the ocean city and this is ocean warrior we're dealing Mm -hmm. with so So we're going to put a public face on what they're doing, tremendous work that they're doing, and we should be able to see change, good and bad. Mm -hmm. But also, it's about technology. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm an optimist, uh, and the technology out there at the moment is sufficient to turn this round. What we need to happen is the commercial guys, the movers and shakers, to see that they can actually earn money, sadly, (laughs) doing that. And then the whole thing will turn around. And there is one shiny example Um, in Australia, uh, the fourth largest iron ore uh, manufacturer. He has converted or is in the process of converting his entire operation. So all those huge trucks, the locomotives, the ships, the massive ships that uh, dig up and, and ship iron ore, they're all being converted to hydrogen power. Which is tremendous, and you know, but he's going to earn a fortune out of it mm-hmm. because he's leading the way. And so if we can encourage commerce, and that's, you know, small businesses as well, to to engage with this and be positive about it because the technology is there to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Steve?
2: So refreshing to hear that. And I think, you know, when people say plastic's the problem, no, it isn't. We are. You know, we are, the, we are causing all of these problems, but actually the positive of that is well therefore we should be able to fix it Mm. so I get it's wonderful to hear that and knowledge sharing is part of what we're doing as our message albeit on a much six to eight year old children we're talking to I've been incredible I've had the pleasure of doing three of these schools and every one of them genuinely I've sat down with children that are talking to me about sustainability and about nature and about worms and stuff and they're already getting it and they will they they are our future and it, we just want to support that in as many ways as we can we need the guys with the money we have our model already proven demonstrates a cs a return on your corporate social value of three and a half to four times your investment now, to me, it's not about that. But if that means somebody out there that is interested in a corporate social value pound spending in the community instead of only giving you a, du- a doubling your return, it's three times, four times because we're engaging with children, because it's about nature, then come and see us. Because if that's a real strong point for us and we get another 10 forests done on the back of using your money, then let's do it mm. because we need to spread this. I cannot stress strongly enough, and I know this is a bit a pin drop in the ocean, but these micro-forests are... If it is a pin drop in the ocean, they'll pick up on it. You know, that's the <laughs> There's not much room for jokes in it. Ah, uh, sorry. Right. Um, I had to get that one in, didn't I? But it's you? true. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it is, yeah. Mm. It, 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 it all counts. We're all working in the same environment to make that difference. So we need all of this. And, yeah. and I don't enjoy reading some of the stuff because mm. I get distressed and I want to do more. We want to do as much as we can at society. There's 22,000 schools in England. Imagine if Project 96 could be the springboard to inspire yeah, yes. other people to get involved and do it nationally. You're not going to run out of opportunity there.
1: Um, and Jim, Sam, what, what are your asks from the business community?
3: Uh, really, support. Uh, with, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. knowledge about us. Uh, we don't. Well, we do need money. Of course, we need money and not investment. machine. <laughs> but I don't mm-hmm. see it yes. coming from you know small businesses. What we need is people to know about us and engage with us and support us morally, really, because these are your normal people next door that are engaging in this. They are actually taking themselves, motivating themselves to do something about climate change, something real, something tangible, something we can deliver. And one of our aims is educative. What I've got in my heart is a massive, great big dashboard that says where we are what we're picking up it's got polar bears on so a child can come and tap a polar bear and know everything childish about a polar bear but then an adult can come up and tap it again and know everything scientific about what's happening with polar bears you know heavy metal poisoning and numbers uh, you know decreasing fertility and and what have you so yeah so there's a massive education side of things and just to get across to small businesses that they are vital in this process, you know. It... And do you know something I don't think we've touched on, but
2: the children that are engaging, and actually other examples who've spoken to some headmistresses, we shouldn't forget the well-being aspect of this. Yes. So we are, let's put this as it is, we're ruining the environment that is that is actually naturally better for our own well-being. Let's just think about that. Let's just think about that for a second and let's just think about the natural process of engaging with nature to make yourself feel better to go and do better things and let's stop this in every way that we can and let's get the, the likes of Jimmy and 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 to you know get this message out there but give the hope that's what i that's
3: what we want to do hope is that hope. absolutely crucial yeah. and you know we're trying to although we're incredibly remote because that's where it happens that's where we get the indicators Um, We're trying to use technology to bring it into the classroom. So we're using virtual reality, augmented reality, to get them on the ship, looking at us, watching the polar bear coming towards us, and us commenting about it they don't so, do very well with ships well <laughs> yeah. therein lies a tale we didn't think we did until we got oh, on it right. yeah yeah
1: yeah <laughs> um, you you i imagine you were both full of i'm oh, not full of it but full of facts <laughs> <laughs>
3: afraid <laughs> so know, come
1: on let land us some i bet you didn't know kind of facts well i bet you didn't know that 95
3: percent of the ocean is unexplored no i did not know that did you know that steve Obviously. Obviously, <laughs> obviously any more. Did you know that every second breath you take comes from the ocean? So it provides oxygen, 50% of the oxygen that we breathe. Wow, every breath I take, I'll be watching you. Yeah, and any more. <laughs> see,
1: I, oh, knew, I knew there'd be some amazing facts in there. Steve, um, do you want to just uh, close off by, by telling us about the exciting future that, that you're probably going to, I don't know, you got a lot to do in the next few weeks just to get this,
2: this thing have. really properly off the ground. Fundamentally, this idea was born about helping corporate businesses on their carbon net zero journey. But as the idea has pro- developed and we've recognized there's social value, there's educational value, there's fun. This is, this is about talking to businesses about how they spend their, their budgets locally and have impact on, on, on various levels. And you know, corporate social value, environmental social governance, CNZ, all of these things, there's so many things that we tick boxes on. So my ask, if that's what you're asking, yes, and if it wasn't, ask. then I will say anyway. You can ask away. My ask is to, you know, reach out to us, go onto our website, www.society.uk. talk to us about how you're going to make an impact locally to some local children and hopefully the future of the planet. Your idea has literally grown organically, hasn't it? It has, <laughs> yeah. <definitely laughs> um, so for Global
3: Warrior then, um, how can we reach out to you and get involved? Well, next year, we're going to bring the vessel to Plymouth. Right. So For Ocean Warrior, we'll have the vessel in the prime spot in, on the Barbican and people can come and visit us. They can... Be entertained. May we come they, and record an episode yes, of Yes, dev- Brilliant, please do, love that. They can be educated. As long and as they, it doesn't go anywhere, that's They fine. can volunteer to come along as well, uh, Absolutely. you know, on the actual trips. We need 144 people, ordinary citizen scientists over the year, that split into eight legs of 18 people on each leg. And, um, you know, they will be helping the scientists side by side and we'll be reporting on their story. Yeah in the broadest sense possible because that will engage other people it'll
4: be ocean warrior day in the ocean city
3: Yes. Oh, there you go. There's 18th of June. 18th July.
2: of June. July.
1: 18th of July. July.
2: July. Yeah. Would Fantastic. a six foot mushroom be welcome? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> on, <laughs> on, on the boot, deck. deck. You're going <laughs> reg- to <laughs> You're going Yes, on the boot. <laughs> oh, with the drum kit when we needed it, i tell you now. How
4: are you um, with
1: um, heights? Uh, uh, yeah, OK. I've got to feel. As long as you hold my hand, OK, I'm, I'm, not, I'm <laughs> sure I'll be fine. You don't let go, that is as well. Um, thank you very much for joining us, Steve. Congratulations once again on the launch of Society. I know it means an incredible, I mean, from the heart. I know the whole project is from the heart. And um, from somebody who was in the, the room um, last week at uh, Market Hall when you did that launch, you had a very good attendance and there was a lot of love in that room for everything Thank you it. were doing. So congratulations and Thank very well, well done. A and also, yeah. um, Jim and Sam from Global Warrior, you're absolutely compelling. And I really, really, really would love to find out some more amazing facts. And actually, eventually, I'd love to be there on somehow, even if it's just FaceTime. I'll FaceTime you, alright? That's what I'll do. Yep. I'll FaceTime you and you can take me with you, alright? So thank you very much for joining us as well. Uh, Paul- Let's close by just saying a few more hellos to some of our other exhibitors here today. Hello to Capita Midlife MOTs, Leonardo Hotels, both Plymouth and Exeter, Emerson Wills, the Plymouth Charter are also here as well. Don't forget to click subscribe on your podcast channel that you're following us via. And thank you very much for listening in. This is the Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce here at Plymouth Pavilion for the Devon Chamber of Commerce Business Show 2023.
0: This Devon Business Show 2023 special of In Conversation with was recorded live at Plymouth Pavilions on Wednesday, the 11th of October 2023. Supported by Westcotts Chartered Accountants and Business Advisors. Produced by Fresh Air Studios, full audio production services for business podcasts and corporate communications. Visit FreshAirStudios.com Presented and produced by Paul Philpot. Engineering and video content by Mark Stevenson Edited and mixed by Lisa Hartwell Production support by Martin Burgess Moon Copyright Devon and Plymouth Chamber of Commerce and Fresh Air Studios Limited All rights reserved